is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. Hope everybody is doing all right. Hope you've got a busy weekend ahead. Hope you're able to hang out for a couple of hours. Here on the Workday Red Zone. All over the place on your radio dial on the Ticket Radio Network. Also online at 953theticket.com. You can take us with you on the go by downloading the EAB Media Group app. And uh, just look for that ticket logo. Click Listen Live and you will be all set. If you want to shout at us today, 870-930-3776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. And you can weigh in with us on social media as well. Facebook.com slash the ticket radio is one place to find us. Also on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie is another. The hashtag for today's KavanaughCars.com question, like always, is WDRZ. You can probably already figure out what that question is, but we'll wait just a couple more moments before we tell you all about it. I'm Kara Ritchie, joined in studio today by producer Ryan James. Yep, here in Glad's Friday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do we got coming up here? Same old, same old. We'll go through some headlines. We'll go through the question of the day, and we'll get to it. As we go along, of course, looking at what's coming up, Arkansas State football returning to Centennial Bank Stadium this weekend for a Sunbelt rivalry matchup with Louisiana. The Red Wolves going to be looking for their fifth win of the 2023 season and their first win in that series against the Raging Cajuns since 2017. A-State has dropped five straight to Louisiana. Tomorrow's game time is it two. With pregame coverage starting at noon on 107.9 K-Fine and across the EAB Rebels Sports Network. Elsewhere, Arkansas football back to work. After the bye week, they're headed to the Swamp. The Razorbacks will face Florida in SEC action in, uh, Saturday in the final road trip of the regular season. And game time is at 11 a.m. Memphis Grizzlies going to continue their West Coast road trip with a pair of games at Portland. The teams will play tonight at 9 and face each other again on Sunday at 8. No coverage for tonight's game due to high school football, but uh, we should have that one coming up for you on Sunday, I think. I don't think it conflicts with the Cowboys, so should be all set there. In terms of the KavanaughCars.com question, well, you know what we usually throw at you on a game day eve and uh, going with the tried-and-true strategy of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, <laughs> what happened Saturday in Arkansas State versus Louisiana? Will you be picking the Red Wolves to win that contest tomorrow? Will you be going with the Cajuns to win but not cover? Or the Cajuns to win and cover? As always, there are three options. The Cajuns are favored, actually, uh, as of half an hour ago by seven and a half points. So, that is... The 
line that we will use for today's question. Got that one from VegasInsider.com. I know everybody has their own go-to apps and sites and this, that, and the other. But that's what we use. So Cajuns favored by seven and a half. In terms of today's show, we'll go through and do a lot of the things that we normally do on a Friday before a game day. We will, coming up this hour, share a sneak peek of tomorrow's uh, pregame conversation with defensive line coach and defensive run game coordinator Vince Reynolds. We've got that kind of penciled in around 1230-ish. Coming up in the next hour, we'll go through some keys to the game in terms of what I think Arkansas State is is going to have to do to be able to come out on top against the Raging Cajuns. And then also, there's basketball coming up on Monday. So earlier this week, uh, we've had opportunities to uh, do, a, do, do Zooms with both A-State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers and A-State men's basketball coach Brian Hodson. So we'll share some of those clips with you coming up in the one o'clock hour as well of course we'll also go through the sunbelt slate the top 25 slate all those you know regular same old same old things that we do on a friday before a big weekend of games for a state like every single week gets gets bigger and it's been a minute since this team has been playing important football in november the opportunity to get a game closer to bowl eligibility against a longtime rival is just absolutely massive this weekend. It's been since 2017 since A-State has got a win in this series, so it's it's gotten a little bit one-sided. You go back a few years before that, and, and this used to be a game that decided the Sun Belt West. Sometimes the overall. Sunbelt title. But lately, let's be honest, the Red Wolves have not held up their end of the bargain there. And tomorrow could be a big step forward in, in that. The Red Wolves have still yet to beat a <laughs> what I refer to as a medium team this year or an average team this year. Uh, the bad ones have been no issue. But the Red Wolves' four wins, which of course came against Stony Brook, UMass, Southern Miss, and ULM, those teams right now are a combined 5-28. and 28. A-State squandered an opportunity to beat a medium team, an okay team, in Coastal Carolina due to having a couple touchdowns wiped off the board with penalty. And so therefore... I feel like this team and this fan base has is still looking for evidence of improvement. Even in, in the years where it was really bad, <laughs> the first couple of years of the Butch Jones era, A-State was at least still able to beat the really terrible teams on its schedule. Not been an issue beating ULM. Not been an issue beating the FCS teams. But again, A-State is still looking to to beat an average one. A win tomorrow would be so huge for this fan base because it would truly show growth. And really, that's what most of us want, right? To see our team be able to show improvement from year to year. And a win over the Rage and Cajuns would absolutely be a big step forward 
in doing that. The Cajuns this year are five and three. And in terms of Sunbelt play, like half the rest of the teams in the league, they're they're at two wins. Two wins and two losses. Again, in the West, Troy is really, really good. They looked good last night. We'll talk more about that later. ULM, USM, really, really bad. But then you got four teams in the middle that are kind of uh, trying to establish some kind of pecking order there. And it went over over the Cajuns. Coming up tomorrow, could put A-State actually at the, the, the top of that list. Again, not at the top tier, but at the top of the list in terms of those teams there in the middle. And... When you're coming off a couple of years of finishing dead last in the league, the middle looks like a really good place all of a sudden. Yes, the steps to take to get to a Troy level right now are still large. But this is a year where I will absolutely settle for the middle. And I would absolutely love to see A-State get there. The Cajuns haven't really been able to figure them out. We'll talk more about them as we go along. We know they can run the ball because they've been able to run the ball in Lafayette since the dawn of time. But otherwise, week to week, sometimes it's difficult to figure them out. We'll dive in more as we go along. We'll do some of the other stuff we do typically on a Friday. We got we got your fashion report coming up. I know how much you guys love that. Uh, but we'll go ahead and step aside and take a break. The phone lines are open during the break at 870-930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline. Again, what's going to happen tomorrow for A-State versus Louisiana? Keep it right here with us on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. Hey, this is Cade Carlton. This fall on the drive, we're going to do something that never gets done as we shine the spotlight on the guys of the trenches who do all the dirty work up front. That's right. We're talking about the offensive linemen. Join us every Tuesday as we name the more air conditioning offensive linemen of the week right here on the Ticket Radio Network. We'll shine the spotlight on some of the best offensive linemen Northeast Arkansas has to offer and the guy that led their team to a big week on the ground. So join us on Tuesdays at 5 o'clock right here on the Ticket Radio Network as we name the more air conditioning offensive linemen of Go outside and play with Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. Jonesboro Cycle is your go-to for all your power sports needs. Whether it be off-road, on-road, or on the walk, they have you covered. Check out their inventory of four-wheelers, side-by-sides, motorcycles, dirt bikes, cruisers, go-karts, scooters, personal watercrafts, boats, and even boat motors. And because of you and your support, Jonesboro Cycle has grown from a 1,200-square-foot building on Carroll to the 185,000-square-foot motorsports mecca that it is today. With all the brands like Honda, Yamaha, Yamaha, Indian Motorcycle, Kawasaki, Polaris, Sea-Doo, Can-Am, Manitow, Havoc Boats, and more. And they're the only store in the state with all those brands under one gigantic roof. And their service department has been upgraded, renovated, and redesigned to give you the service you deserve. The new Jonesboro Cycle is an experience. Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. 11-759 U.S. Highway 63 in Bono or jonesborocycle.com. Go outside and play with Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. Hello, everyone. John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. ASU Red Wolves are looking forward to a great season, so make sure you'll be at all the home games. And if you're traveling to the away games, why not travel in comfort and style in a new GMC or Chevrolet vehicle? Great deals and award-winning service from a family-owned dealership that knows how to take care of its customers. View all our inventory at georgekalemotors.com. Call us at 870-523-2792. Or better yet, come see us off Highway 67, Exit 85 in Newport. George Kale Motors and GMC, we are professional grade. 
Hi, this is Jordan Kohler, owner at Roof Raiders. At Roof Raiders, every job is a mission for us. Whenever you call, day or night, we're always on duty, always ready to respond fast. We treat your project like a priority because it is. When Mother Nature is at its worst, the team at Roof Raiders is at our best. So call Roof Raiders for your roof. We'll go to roofraiders.com and discover why we're NEA's first and finest choice. Roof Raiders, always on top. Roof Raiders. Roof Raiders is local. Roof Raiders is family owned, operated and managed by former military members that have fought for our freedom. They know the importance of being honest, fair and dependable. The team at Roof Raiders will stand beside you and deal with insurance adjusters and insurance companies so you don't have to. Roof Raiders builds quality roofs with premium materials to ensure your roof lasts for years and years. When you need them, Roof Raiders is there. Find out more at roofraiders.com. Roof Raiders, always on top. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name the pros trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best to the best six years in a row. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you on a Friday, 870-930-3776. That's the number on the right fiber hotline by Ritter Communications. And, of course, we're asking you today a question that we ask you all the time. Uh, what happens tomorrow for Arkansas State? Of course, taking on the Raging Cajuns. And uh, right now, 51.5% of you rolling with the Red Wolves to get the W. You can vote at Kara underscore Richie, or of course, as mentioned, chime in with us on the phones. Uh, looking at what we're going to see tomorrow, first off from the Red Wolves, we'll hit you with the fashion report, although to be perfectly honest, I'm not, not sure why. We're, <laughs> we've seen a lot of the same style this year for A-State football and, and uh, certainly going back to uh, what we've seen so often uh, coming up tomorrow, but a-State, and, and again, you're going to be stunned to hear this. They're going to be wearing the black jerseys <laughs> with the large white numbers, which I, I will continue to maintain I'm a pretty large fan of because you can see them way, ways away. But white numbers trimmed in red, the white Arkansas State across the chest, the triple stripe Adidas logo on the left shoulder, the triple stripe stripe. On top of the shoulders, alternating red, white, red. Uh, they've got the matching black pants and uh, everything else, all black everything as well. Black cleats, black socks, black helmet, 
with the red, white, red alternating stripe across it and uh, going with the red wolves sticker. Yeah, that's it. So again, pretty, pretty standard. I think coming up, uh, when when A-State gets to the final game of the home season, which will be, you know, two weeks, two weeks, because this is the penultimate game of the home season. When A-State gets ready to play Texas State and, and we haven't seen the red jerseys all year long. I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna make up reasons as to why that happened. We'll just we'll ask you guys, you know, why why does Butch Jones hate red with the fire of a thousand suns? And we'll figure it out. We'll figure it all out together. Why those jerseys are no longer a thing. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. If maybe do they not want to contrast styles? I don't know what it is. There are some red jerseys that they wear for practice, or at least red red pants. But those both those are old, old. They're like two jersey sets ago, so they're in terrible shape. But they're they're practice jerseys, so that's not it. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I know the the red the red helmets have been chucked into the Pavilion Lake. I mean, not really, but that's my theory. But I don't know about the red jerseys. We. I guess they, they are somewhere hiding out with Louisiana's Cayenne at this point in time. Weather-wise, uh, it is going to be beautiful tomorrow. This has been, again, an all-time undefeated weather season <laughs> for Arkansas State football in Jonesboro. I don't, I don't know what, what's been going on this season as to why we've gotten so lucky to be able to watch these games in, in such incredible settings, but, but we have, and tomorrow is going to be just like that. It's going to be a high of 70 degrees, and it's going to be partly cloudy. And with this one kicking off at 2 o'clock, it's, going to be, it, it's just going to be a perfect, perfect afternoon. At some point in time, you might need to have a hoodie with you uh, when it gets late and, and when the sun gets a little bit closer to setting. But other than that, man, I, I have nothing, nothing to complain about uh, with, the way that, uh, with the way it's going to be tomorrow. Again, 70 and partly cloudy. Of course, it will make the day a whole lot sweeter if Arkansas State is able to walk out of the vault with a win. I am kind of interested in in the line for this game. Now, I've mentioned before. I think you all are aware. I, I'm not. I'm not a gambler. I'm. I'm. I'm broke and a coward. So <laughs> I don't bet. I don't bet on games. But of course, I keep up with the lines. I keep up with the line movement and, and things like that. I swear to goodness, when I was looking at this game just a couple of days ago. The Cajuns were up to a 10-point favorite. And then now you look at it, and it's dropped all the way down to 7. Or 7.5 or 7 in in some places. So I, I just find that intriguing. Those of you, again, that, that bet a lot more than I do, that follow these things a lot more than I do, I thought maybe you would find that intriguing as well. Uh, look, to get a line to move, obviously that means you got money coming in heavy on, on A-State for this one. To get that line to move so much, and and sometimes when a line is moving like that, it means you got an injury that hasn't been disclosed. Have not heard even a hint of a whisper of that being the case. But it does continue to be something to keep keep an eye on. Interesting stuff there. Again, it's 7.5 for the purpose of our question today. I mentioned, you know, I, I don't know what to expect from, from the Cajuns. And I mean that they've just been a little inconsistent this year. The The games where they're good, 
they're great. They run the ball well. They they've played well defensively. They've been able to put it all together. They've had good performances from Zeon Chris, and they've been able to cruise to wins. Uh, that happened against UAB. That happened uh, against against Texas State. Wouldn't necessarily say they cruised to win against Texas State, but obviously they did enough to to be able to get a W there. They cruised to win against South Al, partly because South Al turned it over five times. But the games where they've been good, they've been really good on on offense. The games where they've struggled have typically been when Zion Chris has had a bad game and they just haven't been able to get out of their own way. They did not play well at Georgia State. And that was a game where it ended up being a 20-17 loss. And that was at Cajun Field, which is not really a place I... I Think of the Cajuns as losing a lot. But in that game, Chris was uh, only completed 50% of his passes, which was a season low for him. Uh, He had an interception. He got sacked a couple of times. And that's a huge reason in, in terms of why. Georgia State was able to go out and get that win. Obviously, that's a game plan that the Red Wolves are going to be looking to follow if if they want to knock off the Cajuns coming up tomorrow. They also, uh, speaking of following a game plan, uh, the GSU defense was was okay against the Raging Cajuns run game. You can't stop the Cajuns on the ground. You just can't. All you can hope to do is just minimize the damage and make them throw it a little bit more than they want to. And yes, we'll talk about that as well as some other keys coming up. But again, if, 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 you think that, if you think that the Cajuns aren't going to get some run yards tomorrow, then I, I don't know what football you've been watching lately. It's, <laughs> there's no way in the world that happened. You've just got to, again, try your best to minimize and limit the damage. I'm also, you know, I, I continue to have questions about this A-State team. And not necessarily from, from a negative standpoint, but... I am kind of wondering when we see that game from A-State when everybody figures it out and is able to execute at a high level for 60 minutes. We've seen some great quarters from the entire team. We've seen some phenomenal defensive performances. We've seen a couple of good offensive games. We've seen games where one player is it goes off, but maybe not everybody. When is everybody going to put it together? I don't know if it'll happen tomorrow. If it did, I mean, that would, you want to talk about it's perfect time. But it hasn't quite happened yet. We have seen, of course, a guy like Jalen Rayner learn from his mistakes. have mentioned this, but this just continues to be a cool stat for me. Every time he's gone out and thrown an interception this season, he's been able to lead his team into the end zone in the following drive. Now, again, one of those uh, trips to the end zone ultimately called back against Coastal Carolina due to penalty. But the point still stands. Got him into the end zone. And again, he's done that on on the following drive every single time he's thrown an interception. Now, at some point in time, you'd, you'd like to see a, a couple more games where he does not have that INT. But as long as he continues to respond like he does and, and continues to learn uh, every single week, it, it does make you make you feel pretty good looking at what else is coming up over the weekend for Arkansas State gonna be a big weekend 
uh, in terms of volleyball. They're set for their final road weekend. That is going to be at ULM. Uh, you got tennis that is in action today at the Ragin' Cajun Invite. And uh, other than that, though, a little bit of a, a quieter week as some of the programs that have the split schedules have already wrapped up their fall portion. And a couple of seasons already over. But still a busy time. And, of course, next week we will all turn our attention to hoops uh, with A-State men's basketball tipping off the season at Wisconsin and women's basketball tipping off the season in South Dakota, or at South Dakota State specifically. And we'll learn more about those teams. And here's some audio from both of those programs' head coaches coming up in the second hour of the program. One of the things, though, that we do on Friday is we give you a little bit of a sneak peek at some of the interviews that you're going to hear on the Arkansas Ford Dealers Tailgate Show. Now, uh, the player interview was with, was with Tim Hardiman. We're not going to hear that one today. All I can tell you is you need to be listening tomorrow. He's got a great personality, and he was a lot of fun to talk to. But we are going to hear a couple of clips from Arkansas State defensive line coach and uh, defensive run game coordinator, Vince Reynolds, and we'll step aside first, but that's what we'll do when we come back. Hope you keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Livestock prices still falling. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. December corn at 478 and a quarter, up eight and a quarter, with March corn at 493, up eight. November soybeans at 1325 and a quarter, up 21 and a quarter. January soybeans 1351, up 22 and three quarters. December wheat at 573, up seven and a half, with March wheat at 599 and a quarter, up six and a half. December cotton at 7956, down 24. March cotton at 82, even also down 24. November rice at 1618, up two, with January rice at 1579 and a half, down two. Moving on to livestock now. December live cattle at 184.45, down 22.5. February live cattle at 185.75, down 67.5. November feeder cattle at 248.85, down 177.5. With January feeder cattle at 240.32, half, down 185. December lane hogs at 71.80, down 147.5. With February lane hogs at 75.32, down 90. That's your EAB Noon Market Report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. Farming is dangerous. There's dangers all around us. We work around it and we live around it every day. And we just become desensitized to what's around us. We go through safety training and, you know, we try and do these things to make sure accidents don't happen. But you just never know. There are so many farmers that I think take for granted all of the underground utilities that are there. You don't want to hit a gas pipe because that's your life. The other part of it is if you hit certain things, you're liable for it. I mean, we kind of know what's out here, but all at the same time, you, you just always call. Farm Safe 811 starts with you. Whether you're installing drain tile or doing any sort of digging, always call 811 and wait for any underground lines to be marked and have the depth confirmed. That's farming with care. But if a line does get damaged, go somewhere safe and call. Call 911. Always keep safety in the back of your mind. Just stay humble. For more information, go to farmsafe811.org. 
You love your truck. Implaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better with custom wheels, leveling kits, and the area's best selection of light truck tires, ATs, mud tires, and RTs up to 35s and bigger. Plaza Tire Service has the tires you want in stock today and will help you select a great combination that gets your truck exactly the way you want it. In Jonesboro and South Caraway, and now at our newest location on East Johnson Avenue, the biggest selection, the best service, and the lowest prices on light truck tires are at Plaza Tire Service. A-State football and the Social Jonesboro are the perfect winning combination for game day. The Social has an amazing, delicious, fantastic, and tasty menu that goes perfect for pre- or post-game. Plus, the official Red Wolves away game watch party takes place at the Social. What we're saying is, it does not get any better than the Social on Red Wolves game day. The name says it all. Get Social at the Social and get ready to howl with fellow A-State Red Wolves fans on every game day. The Social at Greensboro Village in Jonesboro. At First National Bank, our mortgage lending team knows what it takes to make a home and a superior home loan process. Simple, proven, and reliable service with competitive rates at a bank that already feels like home. Since 1889, that's been the First National Bank way because for our people, this is home. Apply online at fnbank.net slash mortgage. From our family to yours, welcome home. First National Bank. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Nebo Auto Center, your original new car alternative, has been a Northeast Arkansas staple for over 20 years. If you're in the market for a late model, low mileage car, truck, or SUV, go see the experienced, hassle-free staff at Nebo. With a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget, check out the inventory and apply for credit online at NeboAuto.com. And go see them at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. Just look for the red roof. We go Nebo. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Coming up tomorrow... Kickoff for A-State versus Louisiana is going to be at 2 o'clock, but we're going to get the party started at noon on the Arkansas Ford Dealers Tailgate Show. Yours truly uh, going to be on the mic for that, of course, and uh, looking forward to hopefully a, a really fun day. Uh, during that show, of course, we bring you a lot of different interviews with a lot of different folks. One of those is going to be defensive line coach and defensive run game coordinator, Vince Reynolds. Now, I expect he's had, look, every week is a busy week if you're an assistant coach. But obviously, with the way that the Cajuns run the ball, uh, I'm sure there's been, you know, an extra emphasis on Coach Reynolds and how he's involved in the game planning this week and in his unit and how they're expected to perform. Uh, but uh, just a lot of conversations there about, about stopping the run just in general. But before we dive into uh, what Coach Reynolds expects to see from this Cajuns team, I want to flash back, of course, and hear him talk for just a moment about Arkansas State's 34-24 winner over ULM. And he talks about the thing that, that kind of continues to stand out from that victory in Monroe. I thought it was a complimentary win, you know, for our team. Uh, I thought that that was a game that it had its uh, ups and downs throughout the game. I thought defensively uh, we had a really good half. We forced ULM to some field goals. Uh, our guys on defense bowled up and – Offensively, they had their struggles, uh, but it was good to see, you know, the second half how 
uh, our, we started off on defense, I believe, and they had a 13-play drive where they scored, and our offense f flipped it right away and got the seven points right back. And that was a huge momentum swing. And uh, special teams-wise, uh, they they were solid as well. Um, you know, it was just I thought it was a complimentary win. It was it was again, and we 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 stuck together. We believed. I think we're finding out and learning, I should say, how to win. You know, in the past, you know, we, when we were in those tight situations, those tight moments, I felt like guys wasn't themselves. They was afraid to make a mistake and not trust their keys, trust their the man next to them, where I thought that guys had composure. You know, guys were, again, believing in their technique and everything they've been trained on. So I would say just to sum it up, to answer your question, we play complimentary football. Uh, we, 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 we show resiliency, and we stuck together and, and got the win. One of the things that stands out about that game was just the amount of pressure that A-State was able to get on the ULM quarterback. Now, if you go back and, and you look at the box score, uh, just one total sack on the day for the A-State defense. And looking here through my notes, also a situation where there were only three tackles for loss. And you were watching that game and just thinking, is, was that it? Well, there were an insane amount of pressures and you don't always have to hit the quarterback to be able to disrupt what he was trying to do and 25 pressures there in that game against the Warhawks was just uh, a, a lot <laughs> and coach Reynolds talks about why state was having so much success in rattling the ULM QB last week well to, believe it or not going into the game uh, the, the goal was just to contain them you know what I mean they were very athletic uh, we felt as though if we allow the quarterback to get any type of crease he could hurt him hurt us rather with his feet and uh, the guys were disciplined you know going into the game we talked discipline discipline you know just get to your landmark to your quarterback and uh, we were able to do that just by straining you know we talk about four to six a to b and playing as a unit and by us you know straining and giving that extra hmm was that my fault or the computer's fault it just the audio went out just there. That was the end of the clip. <laughs> <That was laughs> right. So then that was my fault. Uh, probably then I, I, I clipped it incorrectly. So I apologize on that. Uh, but uh, that it, I'd rather it be my error than than a sign of things to come with some kind of computer issue or things today. But but we'll move on. We've got more to share with you here from from Coach Reynolds. Obviously, with that win last week, that improved A-State to, to four and four. And we know what is potentially on the horizon if you get to six so ask coach you know I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say you're not having to struggle too hard right now to find some extra motivation for these players oh it it, it definitely has you know we, we we know what's at stake we know what the goal is and that's obviously to go bowling um and you know but as you know we got to go one week at a time uh, our focus right now is ull and uh looking forward to a big game coming this saturday with this A-State defensive line, you know, flashing back to prior to the season, I, I know I was concerned about the depth of that unit. I think some of, several of you were as well. And that depth has been tested a couple of times this year. Of course, Ethan Hassler, their defensive end, missed multiple games with injury. We have seen throughout the course of this season, uh, Tank Sujic, of course, get hurt. He's out for the year. Uh, Micah Bland has missed a few different games. Tim Hardiman has had a couple of games where he was slightly limited. And so because of that, we've seen a lot of guys step up that might not have, have expected to play that heavy of a role there in 
the defensive line room. But Coach Reynolds says it's just a next-man-up mentality, and these guys are, are out there playing for their brothers. Uh, you know, I think that our connection, number one, I think, I think that's the biggest thing. It's a group that's connected. They love each other. They care about each other. You know, when one guy goes down, you know, we, when we lost Tank Sujic for the year, that hurt everybody. Then we had another our brother, VJ. He had surgery, had a knee injury. That hurt the family. You know, you had uh, uh, Michael Bland that missed several weeks. Now he's back in the mix, thank goodness. We had Ethan Hassler go down. With all those guys going down, it, it has been, like you said, a next-man mentality. Uh, but I think there's just a connection in the room where guys encourage one another and just – Say, hey, guys, you know, hey, I expect you to, you know, I'm out. You got it, bro. You got it. I think it just it, it's, it's something to be said when you when you when your brother has your back and he encourages you and you don't want to let him down. I think that's the biggest thing where we don't want to miss a beat at all. You know, everyone is taking ownership. One of the guys that has, you know, sees the day, sees the opportunity in terms of increased reps is definitely Thurman Gathers. You flash back to last year, Gathers had already played, at the end of the season, he had played five years of football, right? He had the redshirt year, he had his full had his full four years of playing, and I think at the end of the season, it was expected that that he would go ahead and, and step away and be done with his football career. Well, uh, late in December, I think it was Coach Reynolds that said, hey, he's going to come back, and, and what, a, what a blessing he has been. Again, with Hassler out, he stepped in and, and played a lot of those reps, and he's now in his sixth year of football overall. He leads the team right now, Thurman Gathers does, in tackles for loss with nine. Uh, he leads the team in sacks with three. He leads the team in quarterback hurries with ten. He has a fumble recovery, and he has just been that dude, and Coach Reynolds has, has clearly been thrilled to see it. Oh, wow. You know, he has grown leaps and bounds. I, I, I'm so proud of him. You know, I, when I think about him, I think about how far he's come. You talk about a guy that has an edge to him. You know, we all feed off his edge. He he He's a competitor. It doesn't matter what it is. He wants to compete at it. He's not afraid of anything. You know, he's not the biggest, but his heart is huge. And, um, you know, I'm just, again, just proud of the growth he's made. He's, he's, he's taken uh, pride in being a leader. You know, you know, I, I joke with him all the time. My nickname for him is Senior. And, uh, you know, when you're a senior, it's something that comes with that responsibility. And um, that's basically you are an extension of a coach. There's certain things you must do, you should do. And when I say that to him, it's a reminder that those those guys in that room are, they're following your lead, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. And he has embraced that role to the fullest and – I'm just excited the, the way he's playing and looking forward to how he finishes this senior year. And we're, we're hoping to get him one more extra game. Just one more. That would that would be nice. Uh, one more clip here from Coach Reynolds to share with you, and then we'll hit a break shortly after that. But, of course, wanted to get his thoughts on the Raging Cajuns and, of course, what A-State is going to have to do tomorrow to have success against Louisiana. I think the biggest challenge is stopping a the run. They are number one in the Sun Belt for a reason because they're efficient in what they do. They do a good job with the inside zone, outside zone scheme. Uh, they play with tremendous pad level. Uh, their their left side of their offensive line is are the I think the best we've seen all season in our league with their left tackle and left guard. 
Uh, center does a good job as well. Again, they play well collectively, um, but I think, again, that left side is exceptionally well, exceptionally good, rather. And then I think, you know, their backs, their backs play really good. They run hard. They have multiple – they got about three guys that can hurt you. And then the the game changer, too, is, is, is the quarterback. He's a difference maker. You know, we, we know what Jalen Rayner has done for our team. They have their, their Jalen Rayner, and he's a – He's a guy that we have to be mindful of because he can hurt you with his feet. And uh, we got a huge challenge. Again, we have to find a way to to sustain the run game and, and, and shut them down. Again, that was Arkansas State defensive line coach, defensive run game coordinator Vince Reynolds. And you'll be able to hear that full interview tomorrow during the Arkansas Ford Dealers tailgate show. We've got that penciled in at right at about 443. And, I, and by penciled in, I mean that's what time we're going to air it. That show is very, very structured. <laughs> so when we tell you that's what time you'll hear something, that's that's what time you're going to hear something. I do want to make sure that uh, also you tune into the pregame show early at about 410. We'll have an interview for you with A-State Interior Defensive Lineman Tim Hardiman. Uh, he's got a big personality. He was a lot of fun to talk to, and I, I always enjoy getting to talk to the players. I think that's my favorite thing that I've gotten to do Um I guess since I've been in radio and especially had a lot of fun with it this year, just getting to know more about these players, getting to know more about their personalities. By the way, there's a lot of dudes on this team that cook. I think that's something that that has surprised me. There's been a lot of different players that I've interviewed that kind of have bragged on themselves a little bit about their cooking skills. And, And I think that's great. First off, sharing a meal with somebody is a great way to bond, period. And then two, cooking for someone. You know, a little bit of an active service. So all, all the time you're hearing these guys talk about their connection with their teammates, their connection with the guys in the room. And I think that's just kind of a, a neat story, a neat thing I've been able to learn about a lot of these guys. But again, uh, you'll be able to hear that Tim Orderman interview at about 4.10 tomorrow. In the meantime, if you want a great way to help A-State Athletics and community programs as well as the student-athletes, you can when you donate to the Impact Club. Make a monthly commitment and you will get access to team newsletters, special gear, and exclusive access that you're not going to find anywhere else. You can find out more. You can give today at impactclub.com. That's impact, spelled with a pack, I-M-P-A-C-K-T, club.com. We will step aside. We've got one more break to take in this noon hour. So we'll do that. We'll come back, and uh, we'll open up the phone lines when we return here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. This is Above the Noise. When it comes to young quarterbacks, you want to be patient. Not everyone develops at a similar rate. After all, Peyton Manning did throw 43 interceptions over his first two seasons. But after five years in college and over a season and a half of tape in the NFL, it may be time to evaluate the quarterbacking position in Pittsburgh. It's hard to argue with a 5-3 and three record, but when you look at the team's current roster, the Steelers are far from reaching their potential. QB Kenny Pickett has started 20 games in his NFL career. He's thrown for more than 260. 75 yards just once he's thrown for multiple touchdown passes in a single game just once in 20 games that's helped the offense average just over 17 points per game and with an elite defense multiple pro bowl caliber weapons on offense and a super bowl winning coach all working in your favor it's hard to make excuses for the young quarterback in pittsburgh i'm dan patrick and this is above the noise 
If you like using debit over credit, don't you think it's time you also got rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cashback on everyday purchases. Plus, you're not charged any account fees, period. Whether you're moving, starting a new job, or headed into that next stage of your life, whatever it is, Discover Cashback Debit is for everyone. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Worn out tires are a danger to you, your passengers, and other drivers. TireRack.com reminds you to inspect your tires regularly. Grab a quarter, stick it in the tread, and if you can see the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace Go to my page, TireRack.com slash Dan. Use the Tire Decision Guide to find the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Goodyear tires and tread confidently. TireRack.com. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. Mr. T's knows football season tailgates start way before kickoff. So stock up on everything you need with the coldest beer at the absolute lowest prices. And no matter which direction you're coming from, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. Either cross the Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River at Riverside or head to Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. Mr. T's, open 365 days a year. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. It's a mix and match special now at all Northeast Arkansas Domino's Pizza locations. Choose any two for $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. How about a medium two-topping pizza, oven-baked sandwich, pasta in a tin, loaded tots, Domino's stuffed cheesy bread, bread twists, marble brownies, and so much more. Switch it up for lunch or dinner for the whole gang. The mix and match special with any two for only $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. Only at your Northeast Arkansas area Domino's Pizza locations. Need top-notch farming in Longview? Visit First Choice Farm and Lawn, your Kubota dealer in Brooklyn. We get your need for reliable equipment. That's why we offer precision Kubota machinery for any task. From seasoned farmers to green-thumbed homeowners, we are working to keep you working. Find your Kubota match at First Choice Farm and Lawn on Highway 49 in Brooklyn. Achieve your goals faster with our Kubota inventory and top-notch service. Call 870-790-2301 or drop by today. Your trusted Kubota dealer, First Choice Farm and Lawn. Over the past few years, the COVID-19 pandemic has affected how we live our daily lives. Today, one in five Americans experience emotional and mental health challenges, but many of us do not understand what we are facing or how to ask for help. At the American Psychiatric Association Foundation, we work every day to eliminate stigma, combat mental illness and substance use disorders, and advance mental health. If you or someone you love needs help, you are not alone. Please visit MentallyHealthyNation.org to learn more. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Just a couple minutes left in this noon hour for you to weigh in on the KavanaughCars.com question. Of course, you would weigh in on the second hour as well. But, uh, you know, just trying to drum up some excitement here. Uh, what happens Saturday in Arkansas State versus Louisiana? Are you picking the Red Wolves to win? The Cajuns win or the Cajuns win to win and cover? Uh, that line at 9.5 or even 10 earlier this week. It's dropped down to 7.5 for our question today. So interesting movement there. And no, I have no idea why it's dropped. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, this is a 
healthy Cajuns team, or at least as healthy as a team can be, heading into their ninth game of this the, the season. I know they've had impact injuries throughout the year, but to the best of my knowledge, they haven't had a, a significant impact injury that has occurred since they were on the field just a week ago against South Alabama. So I, I don't know. I don't know if there is some big behind-the-scenes reason in terms of why that has dropped so much. No clue. But, of course, if we see anything or learn any news about anything different with the Raging Cajuns and we hear it before 2 o'clock, we will certainly pass it along to you. Uh, but looking at some other news and notes here from around the sports world, do want to mention uh, a little bit of a, of a scary moment last night in that Titans and Steelers game. But Traylon Burks is is okay, or as okay as you can be, after briefly losing consciousness on a on a football field. Of course, the Arkansas alum is in concussion protocol and just took a hard hit in that game against the Steelers. Um, lost lost consciousness briefly, and he left that game. On, on a backboard on a car late in the fourth quarter. It kind of looked like he hit his head on the ground, which is just scary, 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 and was down for several minutes. But uh, he, he did give a thumbs up when he exited, so that's something that you, you love to see. Um, he was described as being wobbly in terms of walking in and out of the x-ray room, but uh, alert, moving. They were able to say that immediately after the game. And... Just uh, sending sending best wishes there in terms of feeling better and recovering. And uh, best wishes for his career is, well, I, I think he had a concussion last year. That's scary. It's, it, it's really scary. There's no one-size-fits-all protocol in terms of concussion recovery. There are, there are players who have one and, and never really can come back. And, and some others who have multiples and, and have to be have to step aside from the game early and I certainly don't want either of those don't want to see that happen for Burks hope he's got a long lengthy career coming up ahead of him uh let's look at some other news and notes from around the sports world the Rangers having their parade today surely it's it's coming up soon not that there's any danger of you know any of the Rangers faithful losing their joy anytime in the near future they're going to be carrying that over for the next hundred days until the well far longer than that until uh until at least spring training begins but uh, i am seeing some clips here of the rangers parade it got started i guess about half an hour ago and as you can imagine a very, very large group of folks that are out and about to get ready for that. In fact, I, I'm seeing several clips on social media from way early this morning where, of course, there were already fans getting ready for the parade. But uh, that should, if it hasn't already started, it, it should be starting, I guess, any minute now for the Rangers Championship Parade. So uh, when you've got to wait, what, 63 years for it? I imagine they're going to do it right. So it should be a good time. Already getting some news and notes in regards to what's coming up around Major League Baseball. I think there's already been a signing or two out there. Clayton Kershaw apparently just announced on Instagram that he went that he underwent surgery 
to repair I'm not even going to try and pronounce the name of this ligament because I don't speak orthopedic surgeon. Uh, But he had to repair a shoulder ligament and capsule on his left shoulder. Hopeful to return at some point next summer. But that is always concerning. I mean, it's, it's not a secret that Kershaw has been pitching for a long, long time and has a lot of mileage on that arm. And you don't know how many more miles are left. And uh, I guess that's and that's probably a best case scenario. Everything with the surgery goes 100% right or has already gone 100% right. Everything with the recovery, recovery goes 100% right. And, and, then, uh, and then you're back in the summer. But sometimes it, it doesn't always go according to script. So we'll see. Cardinals, of course, hopefully making plans, hopefully have already made plans in terms of who they are going to be targeting this offseason. There are already some teams that have announced extensions and things like that. Uh, Max Muncy and the Dodgers agreed to a two-year extension. Uh, Joe Jimenez and the Braves agreed on an extension there. I think uh, the Dodgers and Lynn have already said that extension is not happening. Or the option or, or whatever he had on his contract. So he's going to be a free agent. And in no time at all, it'll be time for some moving and shaking in the MLB offseason. And, and I would assume uh, the winter meetings and all that coming up. There's going to be a lot going on. Of course, there are some massive decisions and conversations looming for the Cardinals. Not that that is a secret. But you got to go out and you got to get a starter or three. You got to go out and get an ace or two. And as to what the Cardinals will do, it's going to be fascinating to watch how much they will actually open up the pocketbooks. Yoshinobu Yamamoto is going to be expensive. His contract is expected to exceed $200 million. And you also have to pay a posting fee for any player that uh, is is playing professionally in, in Japan, his is expected to be twenty five to thirty million dollars. And well, I don't see that happening for the Cardinals. They're going to have to shell out some money, and probably more than they've ever shelled out before. Again, the highest free agent contract St. Louis has ever offered was a seven year, one hundred and twenty million dollar deal to Matt Holiday in twenty ten. Don't think that's going to get it done this year. Whether that's for Yamamoto or for Aaron Nola or for Sonny Gray or Blake Snell or anybody. That ain't going to be enough. But we'll table that conversation for a little bit longer. When we come back, we're going to dive back into some Arkansas State football talk. Of course, still opportunities for you to weigh in on the question of the day, but we always go through and take a look at, at some different things that I believe A-State is going to need to do to be able to come out with a W, and that's what we'll jump into when we come back. Hope you keep it right here with us for another hour of the Workday Red Zone.
This is Will Oswald with your Friday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plaza Tire Service. Longtime foes meet back up on the gridiron tomorrow in Jonesboro as it's another battle between the Red Wolves and the Raging Cages. Louisiana's won the last five over A State. Last Red Wolves win back in 2017. Kickoff at two at Centennial Bank Stadium pregame at noon on 107 IK Fine and the AB Red Wolves Sports Network from Learfield presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. Another A State sports for the weekend. The Red Wolves volleyball team plays its final road matches of the year as they travel to Monroe to take on ULM today and tomorrow. The Razorbacks back on the gridiron after a week off. They'll take on the Florida Gators tomorrow in the Swamp in games. will kick off at 11 o'clock. And the Memphis Grizzlies continue their western road trip as they take on the Portland Trailblazers tonight at 9 and Sunday at 8. Tonight's matchup will be the first game for the Grizzlies in the in-season tournament first-round play. Four tires in one hour, guaranteed at Plans of Tire Service. And that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Hey, y'all, it's Brandon Baxter. And Bethania Veray Harrison from KJNB Northeast Arkansas News. And we're looking for the best eats in Northeast Arkansas in our brand new feature, North Eats Arkansas, presented by George Kell Motors. Check it out every Monday and Tuesday night on Northeast Arkansas News on CBS and Fox. And online at kjnbtv.com slash eats. Play it against sports wants to pay you money. <laughs> Now that I have your attention. Planning in Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Planning Against Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Planning in Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Planning Against Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. Lose weight the healthy way with Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. See, losing weight doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to starve yourself, and you don't have to spend your whole day eating bars and drinking shakes. Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 9,000 pounds and counting. See, Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss, and it's delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. So by now, you've heard of semaglutide, the celebrities, and the influencers. They all talk about it. Elite Total Health has semaglutide and multiple other weight loss medication options that are going to help you lose weight. So start your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. You can call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started on your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. Crack screen on your phone or tablet? It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones, and make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 minutes minutes cell phone station in the highland shopping center at the corner of red wolf and highland in jonesboro near fuji steakhouse cell phone station home of the 20 minute iphone repair get your iphone back glass fixed now at cell phone station go by for details if you can plan barbecues and weddings you can plan to protect yourself from a natural disaster sign up for local alerts prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan 
Get started at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Day red zone. We have made it halfway through the day. <sighs> Thank goodness. Friday, end of the week, ready for some college football tomorrow, ready for Arkansas State hosting the Raging Cajuns. Always a fun battle, although, of course, lately it has been a little bit one-sided. I uh, would like for this to get back to full-on rivalry status, and sometimes it's hard for a game to fit that bill, again, if it's if it's been a little bit more dominated than one team or the other. Now, I say dominated. Um, look, last year, this this matchup was not fun. It was played in Louisiana at Cajun Field. It was over early, and after that, it was just a question of how bad the misery would be. A-State did get some points on the board late, but just not what I would describe as an enjoyable contest. This game has been a little bit closer in Jonesboro over these past meetings where A-State is, has eventually came out uh, you know, as a loser, but, but uh, several things need to happen tomorrow for A-State to get back in the win column. We'll go over our list of, well, it's going to be four things today. Normally, I throw out five different things I have in mind that will be key to an Arkansas State victory, but I just, I ran out of time today. Full full disclosure, there's a lot going on this morning. So, So, I've got four. I think they're solid. I hope they're solid. We'll get to them in just a moment. But I do want to remind you that the KavanaughCars.com question today, we're asking for your prediction on what's going to happen tomorrow for a state in louisiana will will the red wolves win the cajuns win or the cajuns win and cover those are your three options and right now uh you bunch of homers a state winning is in the lead now i say bunch of homers but look a state can win this game they can't it's certainly a possibility but there's some things that the red wolves are going to have to do to come out on top so i've got my list here let me flip back a page get ready to go first things first look Arkansas State has to start fast in this one tomorrow. I know when it was all said and done last week, everything worked out for the best against ULM, right? 34-24, to it was a road victory. Uh, you, you accomplished what you needed to accomplish. You made sure that the winning streak against the Warhawks stayed intact. So all happy, fun, good times, right? Well, it wasn't really fun in the first half, was it? wasn't easy in the first half for A-State. That, actually, that first half was kind of gross. Especially in terms of the run game. A-State averaged less than two and a half yards per carry in the first half there in Monroe. And only had one third down conversion in the first half. Also, A-State allowed ULM to have a big edge in time of possession in the first half. So so already, like, after that first half, you were just sitting there thinking, all right, can A-State score any points? Can A-State run the ball? Can A-State keep from getting gassed because the Warhawks are always out there? You can't do that tomorrow. Full stop. 
there has to be some kind of offensive momentum that is generated early and and also often. I went back and looked at A-State's drives from from every game this season. And A-State scored on its very first possession of the game against Stony Brook, UMass, and Southern Miss. And guess what? Those games turned out pretty well. In every other game this year, though, not only did A-State not generate any kind of a drive, A-State went three and out in every other game this this year on its first possession, except for the the three that I just mentioned. And, of course, last week A-State had to get three touchdowns taken off the board to overcome that slow start in Monroe. This team has to start fast and honestly probably needs to score on its first possession. You're not going to keep the Cajuns off the board. So you're going to at least have to be able to match them. That is one of the things I want to see from the A-State offense. Another thing I want to see is I want to see this team get Jeff Foreman involved. So far this season, Courtney Jackson has been A-State's most reliable and consistent receiver. He leads the team in touchdown receptions with six. Corey Rucker, of course, was A-State's prized offseason addition. And he is really, Rucker has really found his groove lately. He's been, he's been back to form, back to, back to kind of what we expected to see from him when he transferred back to Arkansas State. You know, the past two games, uh, again, he's done, he's done really, really well. Of course, one of those games was against ULM, he, who he just absolutely loves to play. Had, what, 160 yards receiving in that one. Went over 100 yards uh, the week bat, before that at Coastal Carolina. So, so Rucker is finding his group, which is awesome. All that being said, Jeff Foreman seems to be the X factor. And I know this sounds like such a kind of weird stat here, but when Jeff Foreman has a catch of 30 yards or more, again, just one single solitary catch, A-State is 4-1. That, that one loss was against Troy where the game was already out of hand before he was targeted. Of course, you go back to last week, Jeff Foreman had that big 33-yard grab um, down the, the sideline that set up Zach Wallace's final touchdown of the day, and it put a nail-biter of a game out of reach. When Foreman makes a big catch, because more often than not, they are, they are some highlight, real, big catches. When he does that, More often than not, A-State wins. I want to see him be involved uh, from the jump coming up tomorrow. Uh, Item number three on the list here of the four things A-State's going to have to do tomorrow to be able to come out on top. I want to see them make Zeon Chris throw it. The redshirt freshman Cajuns running back, like Jalen Rayner, is is a dual threat type of guy. But these guys are not, by any stretch of the imagination, carbon copies of each other. Rayner, in my opinion, has a a much better arm, especially on the deep ball, man. Rayner's just throws a great deep ball. Zion Chris is going to make more plays with his feet. But if you force him to throw it, he's liable to make some mistakes. In games where Chris has had to attempt 25 passes or more, the Cajuns are one and two. The more you make him throw it, the more mistake prone that he is. Every time this season where he's had to put it in the air a lot, he's thrown interceptions as well. So the first game where he threw, threw it more than 25 times was against Buffalo. And ultimately, he had a good completion percentage. He did throw a touchdown, but he threw two picks. Against Minnesota, 
25 attempts. Not a great completion. Totally threw two picks. A couple weeks ago, 28 attempts. Only completed 40, 14 of those. Excuse me. So, so just completed half his passes. Guess what? He threw a pick. The more you make him throw, the less you let him scramble. The more you force him to throw, the more likely he is to make a mistake. And kind of to tie into that for my last thing here, I want to see A-State force a turnover. I, I know that, you know, talking turnovers and big plays is something that is repeated ad nauseum when you talk about what a team has to do to get a win. But we, we saw a, a couple of stretches early in the season where A-State had had been able to force some turnovers, but now it it's it they just haven't been coming. You're going to need some kind of giant momentum play to be able to defeat the Cajuns tomorrow at the vault. Picking off Chris would be would be a great one. Would also settle for a fumble. But, again, uh, that's my personal game plan for what I think A-State is going to have to do to be able to knock off the Raging Cajuns. Who's with us on the Right Fiber Hotline? Hey, this is Mark. Hey, Mark. How are you? Good. How you doing? Hey, I, I want to make sure I heard you correctly. Did you say that ASU had three touchdowns overturned last week? No, 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 no. Uh, ULM did. Okay, all right. I was going to say, because they had two against Coastal, and then they had, the, you know, I, what, what I thought you were saying had three last week. I was like, I don't know what their problem is, but this, they need this one. Sure. No, I might I have uh, I, I might have phrased I, I think in retrospect now that you mentioned that I, I phrased that probably poorly, but yeah, you're correct about Coastal Carolina. There were two different touchdowns that A State scored that game that ultimately were taken off the board due to penalty. That uh, there were no no touchdowns. In fact, A State did not even have a single yard wiped off the board last week due to penalty. However. You know, ULM had a punt return for a touchdown that was overturned. They had a punt block for a touchdown that was overturned. They had a receiving touch or maybe a rushing touchdown uh, where they got in the end zone, but again, it was penalty. It was it was called back. So they had three taken off the board last week. Now is uh, Louisiana? Are they a uh, pretty heavily penalized team? No, I think they're just kind of middle of the pack. I think when I was looking at penalties, they have like the the fifth most or whatever. They're like five and A-State is seven in terms of penalty yards per game. It's not a massive discrepancy. Now, that being said, ULM is usually not that much of a mess either in terms of penalty yards, and, and they certainly imploded last week. Okay. Now, I don't know why I'm asking this, but I'm going to ask you anyway since we're talking about penalty yards. At this point in the game, or at this point in the season, how does this team compare to an Anderson team as far as penalty yards? Well, the issue with A-State this year is has been the fact that there has been two bad games. You've got a game where, where against Oklahoma they had triple-digit penalty yards. You've got the game against Coastal Carolina where I believe it was also triple-digit triple penalty yards. It It has typically not been that bad in the Butch Jones era. I don't know why those two are outliers. And I'd love to be able to say, oh, it's because, you know, they're playing a lot of young guys. But some of the guys that these penalties have been on are not young. Now, on the flip side, A-State responded last week and only had three penalties called on them. So, I, I don't know. It's not, it's not as bad, but it's not – it's – it's not trending in a good direction. This is the worst year for penalties yet under Butch Jones, but still not okay. not to an, an Anderson level. 
Okay. All right. Well, Tara, that's all I have. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, thanks for calling, Mark. He leaves the phone lines open at 870-930-3776. And you know what? This is probably a good time to take a break. We've kind of wrapped up the conversation about the Cajuns and the Red Wolves and, and what A-State's going to need to do tomorrow. So we can step aside for a break and come back and actually look around the college football world. We'll start with the Sun Belt Fun Belt uh, right after this here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Hey there, Northeast Arkansas. This is John Moore of Arkansas Superstore on Highway 49 in Brooklyn. Here to tell you that we're flipping the script on car buying. Tired of the runaround? Sick of dealers treating you like an afterthought? Upside down in your current car? At Arkansas Superstore, we're here to change the game. No credit? Bad credit? Upside down in your current ride? We've got your back. Don't stand for bait and switch tactics. That's holding. We believe in transparency and trust. You deserve the car you want with a payment much lower than your rent. Why settle for less? We won't sell you something you don't love. Life is too short for car buying nightmares. Let's make it better together. Give us a shot before giving in to it is how it is tactics. Arkansas Superstore is here to make sense of it all for you. Come over and find your dream ride. You're approved. When the banks say no, I say yes. We're ready to show you a much better way. Visit us today at 11580 Highway 49 North in Brooklyn or online at ArkansasSuperstore.com. Let's rewrite the car buying story one satisfied customer at a time. Hey, y'all. Matthew Cox here at Cox Implement. We've almost made it. Lawnmower season is coming to a close. And at Cox, that means one thing. It's time to save hundreds or even thousands during our end-of-the-year blowout zero-turn mower sales. Our elite lineup of X-Mark Bad Boy Fairs and Alto zero-turn mowers guarantees you a strong, durable, and dependable zero-turn that will last you for years. If you've been waiting on the best deal of the year, now's your chance. Only at Cox Implement in Hoxie, Highland, or Jonesboro. Cox Implement, equipment you can count on, people you can trust. In football, collisions are an exciting part of the game. In real life, that's a whole other story. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back into the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. Get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Call Collision Repair, 935-9482. Do you need an umbrella indoors? First Quality Roofing is here to help. Are you in need of roof repair or replacement for your residential or commercial property look no further than first quality roofing your trusted roofing experts our skilled team is here to provide you with reliable efficient and cost-effective solutions from repairs to installations no job is too big or too small for us so why wait don't let a damaged or outdated roof dampen your spirits call walter at 870-316-2381 that's 870-316-2381 to get started today nukes eatery is now hiring to grow our management team if you have experience in the food service industry and want to grow with a great company then this is the job you've been waiting for. Apply online now at nukes.com slash careers. Competitive pay based on experience. Also paid vacation, health benefits, 401k, and major holidays off. It's time to step up to the job you've always dreamed of. Apply online at nukes.com slash careers. That's nukes.com slash careers. Nukes is an equal opportunity employer. You may not be thinking about putting up Christmas lights right now, but you need to. Why? Because don't you remember your husband falling off the ladder, shocking himself, getting all the lights up and half of them didn't work, the stress, the worry? 
Get ahead of the decorating by calling Mojo Lawn Care and go ahead and have them put you down for their Christmas light service. Get on Mojo Lawn Care's schedule for closer to the holidays so they're not totally booked up when you're ready to get decorated. Mojo Lawn Care hangs lights, wraps trees and shrubs, hangs large wreaths. They even get on the peaks of your roof line and then they can store your lights and decorations for next year. Mojo Lawn Care will decorate your house so great for Christmas that the Griswolds would be jealous. Don't get left out. I know Christmas is a long way away. Or is it? Call Mojo Lawn Care today and make sure you're on the nice list by getting on their schedule when you're ready. 870-219-3446. That's 870-219-3446. And visit ChristmasLightsOfJonesboro.com. Give it to Wallace again. Big hole. 25-20. Runs left. Inside the 15-10-5. Touchdown, Zach Wallace from 34 yards out. The Red Wolves return home Saturday to host Louisiana's Ragin' Cajuns. And you can hear it all on your home for A-State football. 107.9 K-5. Coverage begins at noon with the Arkansas Ford Dealers Tailgate Show. That's followed by the Centennial Bank pregame show at 1 and kickoff at 2 o'clock. And stay tuned after the game for Wolf House, presented by by Baird Auto Group, live from the Embassy Suites, Jonesboro. A-State football is sponsored in part by Hytro, Vision Care Center, First Security Bank, Dirksen Hospice, Hilltop Family Dentistry, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber, Crown Limousine, Magnet Motor Company, Arkansas State University, Max Prairie Wings, Mr. T's, Domino's Pizza, Silver Line Trailers, Right Fiber, and Nebo Auto Center. On paper? It's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you. 8709 is the number to call. Uh, asking you, of course, what happened Saturday in A-State versus uh, Louisiana. And we'll go through that poll here in just a moment. You can vote in the meantime at Kara underscore Richie on Twitter. Hashtag WDRZ. Uh, phone lines open here for the next few minutes as well on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Of course, Right Fiber is an internet provider that is different in all of the right ways. No contracts, no hidden fees, and you get unlimited data. You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. Of course, you can weigh in on A-State, but I want to move on to that, move on from that for just a moment. Because, of course, it's another busy weekend coming up in college football and actually got a head start on that last night in terms of Sunbelt, Funbelt action. And South Alabama is playing at Troy, of course, a big one in the Sunbelt West. Uh, going into that game, mentioned that if, if Troy won, all right, they continue to show they're the best team in the West. They've not necessarily clinched uh, a spot in the Sunbelt Conference Championship game, but kind of made it really hard for anybody else to to knock them off. Um, But if South Alabama won, then all of a sudden you're going to have this absolute cluster of two lost teams in the West. So I was kind of pulling for the Jaguars. I wanted to see some chaos. And for a couple of minutes, it looked like we might get it. Uh, You go back to, to how that one started, and Troy fumbled on its second possession of the game. I gave the Jaguars the ball on their own side of the field and they were able to score a touchdown about five plays later. Then I think it was the very next possession for Troy. You had a situation where Gunnar Watson is hit as his arm is coming back to throw. And I thought it was a fumble because it looked like when the South Alabama defender 
hit Watson, that the hit is what made his arm move forward, and then the ball came out. However, uh, the officiating crew disagreed with me, and they ruled it an incompletion, and Troy was able to retain possession. Had South Alabama been able to uh, get another change of possession there, potentially get another touchdown there, who knows how that game ha- would have would have finished. But after that close call there and Troy retaining possession, I think clearly they were just like, you know what, we're, we're done messing around. It took them a couple more drives to get the offense going, to get the run game going, but the defense was salty for the rest of the night. They did not allow any more points from the Jaguars until the very end of that game when South Dow was able to score a field goal. Uh, That was in the fourth quarter. And Troy, that did make it a little bit close there for a moment, but Troy uh, stepped up big on its final couple of drives. Kamani Vidal had a whole lot to do with that, and they were able to come out on top. So 28-10 was the final last night at Troy. Troy just moved to 7-2, overall 4-1 in the belt. And I would be stunned at this point in time if anybody other than Troy represents the conference's West Division in the Sunbelt Conference Championship game. Could, I mean, it could happen. It could happen, but I would I'd be pretty surprised. They still have games Oh yeah, n- never mind. There's no way. There's no way anybody is going to knock off Troy. They're playing ULM coming up next. They're going to win that game. They close out the season against Southern Miss. Both of those are on the road. They're going to win that game. They do have a game against the Cajuns in the meantime, but that one's played at Troy. So the Trojans might have an opportunity to wrap up the season on a nine-game win streak before they head into the Sunbelt title game. Uh, other stuff coming up this weekend in the Sunbelt Fun Belt. Uh, there is definitely some interesting games going on. Actually, every game on the board uh, has a really good storyline behind it, in my opinion. The very first game that's going to be played... Well, the first game played tomorrow is Louisiana and, and A-State. But the, <laughs> the game's kicking off close to that window. JMU at Georgia State. James Madison is favored by five and a half. And, of course, they're still undefeated. But Georgia State looking to perhaps knock off the Dukes. GSU is it's been a little bit inconsistent. They're, they're an okay team. But coming off a loss to the other Georgia. Georgia Southern. And I don't think they quite have the firepower to be able to hang with JMU. That that Duke's defense is just so good. So good. I, I just don't know how Georgia State scores many points in that game. Also at 2.30, Coastal Carolina at Old Dominion. I'm pretty sure when I looked at this game earlier today, ODU was favored by one half of one point, and now Coastal is favored by one. Uh, so regardless, everybody expects that one to be a bit of a toss-up. Uh, Co- uh, Grayson McCall, I'm fairly sure, is still out. Um, ODU, of course, has already exceeded any and all expectations, I think, in terms of what they were expected to do this year. But that's going to be a big one in terms of uh, the East pecking order and in terms of a bowl eligibility. That could get Coastal to bowl eligibility, and it wouldn't get ODU there, but it would get them to five wins. So, of course, then you're knocking on the door. Then, at 3 o'clock tomorrow in the belt, you've got the, the battle for the bottom, I guess. It's ULM at Southern Miss. Southern Miss gets three points. Or excuse me, they're a three-point favorite because they're at home. And that's 
it. Neither man just struggles all around for both of these teams. I have no idea who's going to come out on top there. But whoever does come out on top can can say that they are not the worst team in the Sunbelt West. The team that loses, well, congratulations. That's going to be your honor for the rest of the year. Uh, one cross-divisional matchup coming up tomorrow. That's it for with Georgia Southern playing at Texas State. Of course, Georgia Southern is trying to finish second in the East so they can represent uh, the East in the Sunbelt title game since George, uh, James Madison is not going to be able to. So that, that could potentially be a huge game there. And if Texas State wins that game, they go bowling. I don't know the last time that happened. I don't think it's happened since they've been in the Sun Belt. I think there was one year they were eligible, but there were not enough spots. So that would be a huge win for them. Final game on the day, Marshall and App State. That'll kick off at 5 on the NFL Network, and that's honestly a, a matchup of two disappointing teams. Marshall started out really strong, and they just fell apart. Uh, there are conversations there in Boone about how warm, perhaps, head coach Sean Clark's seat is getting. So again, kind of a, a disappointment battle in Boone for that game. Let's shout at Red Wolf Mark. What are you doing? Oh, that must just have to eat a steak dinner. A steak dinner for lunch? Yeah. A good one, too. It was tender. Ooh, man, was it ever. Well. Yeah. I thought about, uh, I thought about Ryan James sitting there. I did. I thought about him. I'm going to say go to my Red Bulls and go to uh, and, and go to uh, all the high school teams tonight. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say go to Ryan James, too. Thank you, Red Wolf Mark. He, 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 I, I got him right down my book. He's number one. Okay. Today. He deserves uh-huh. it. He works hard. He does. He works very hard. And, uh, Zach, you ain't number one. You're number three. Sorry. Yeah. And, uh, I'm going to say, uh, go everybody in John Arkansas. Everybody's number one in John too. All right. All righty, then. Thank you. Thank you, Red Wolf Mark. Let's go to break. <laughs> that is my. That is my solution to recover from all Red Wolf Mark phone calls. We're going to go to break. Keep it here with us. We'll return right after this on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. It's the final week of the high school football regular season, and we've got a great slate of games this Friday night on the EAB Sports Network. The Jonesboro Hurricane will look to get back in the win column as they play host to Little Rock Central on the Ticket Radio Network. Meanwhile, the Valley View Blazers are looking to wrap up an outright conference championship as they play host to the Batesville Pioneers on Newstalk KBTM 102.1 FM. And it's the Brooklyn Bearcats taking on the Forest City Mustangs on senior night over on 101.7 KISS FM. Meanwhile, the Nettleton Raiders will do battle with the Wynn Yellow Jackets on 101.35 FM. All of the audio and video feeds can be found with the EAB Media Group app. Pre-game coverage begins at 6.30 with all games kicking off at 7 o'clock. And after the games are over, tune into the Ticket Radio Network where you can get all the scores and hear from coaches during the Friday Night Live scoreboard show presented by the Kavanaugh Auto Group. High school football coverage in the EAB Sports Network is presented by NEA Baptist, Home Outlet, Jonesboro Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, and First National Bank. It's another exciting night in Northeast Arkansas on high school football and we've got you covered this Friday night on the EAB Sports Network and the EAB Media Group app. 
There's a big sizes, big savings sale, and a craft buy five, save $5 sale. Both happening this week at FoodSmart, where you get all items at cost, plus 10% at checkout. And get best choice frozen grade A turkeys, 10 to 24 pounds, 88 cents a pound, limit one with $40 additional purchase, excluding alcohol and tobacco. And 24 packs of Coke products are $8.55. Be smart. Shop FoodSmart at the corner of Red Wolf and Nettleton and on G Street in Jonesboro and on Highway 367 North in Newport. Have you been struggling to find the right in-home care for your loved one? Well, look no further than Cornerstone Caregiving in Jonesboro. Their trusted staff can't wait to meet your loved one. They want to know what cereal they prefer, what music they listen to, what makes them feel most like themselves. They're proud to offer a thoughtful arrangement of services that promise compassionate care for you or your loved one. For more information, visit cornerstonecaregiving.com slash Jonesboro. Cornerstone Caregiving, where compassionate care meets you right where you are. At Barton's, we see your commitment to making your project a success. From the pro up with the sun that doesn't quit until it goes down to the DIYer who faces each challenge head on, our season store partners support you every step of the way. Since 1885, Barton's has been the backbone of local communities for every type of project. From new construction to home remodel, our dedicated team is here to empower your project with local delivery options and a variety of complimentary project services, including expert kitchen planning. Visit your hometown team today and build it better with Bartons. Hey, this is Tony Kenel with Purcell Tire and Service Center. Just reminding you that when it's time to service your ride, our staff at Purcell is here to give you an honest job at a fair price. Whether you have a heavy-duty truck, light truck, or passenger vehicle, Purcell is home with the lowest price on quality Michelin tires. And every Tuesday and Thursday is Ladies' Day at Purcell, where all the ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for a special discounted price. Call 972-TIRE and come see us at Purcell Tire and Service Center at Parker and Caraway in Jonesboro. Tent your ride with Arkansas's number one tent shop for quality and service, Super Tents on Nettleton in Jonesboro. A Super Tents tent job is going to make your car look cooler. It's going to insulate your ride from the outdoor elements, keeping it warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer. A Super Tents tent job will give you the privacy that you deserve, whether you're driving down the road or parking out in public. Plus, Super Tents window film will protect your interior and your skin from those harmful UV rays. Call for quotes and to book appointments, 870-933-TENT, 870-933-TINT. Tent your ride today with the tent specialists that have over 30 years of combined experience. Super Tents on Nettleton in Jonesboro. Super Tents uses the absolute best window film. We're talking Lumar film. And because of that, a tent job from Super Tents is guaranteed not to turn purple, not to crack, and not to peel off your window. Call for quotes and to make appointments. 870-933-TENT. 870-933-TINT. That's 870-933-8468. Super Tents, 3212 East Nettleton in Jonesboro. Tent with the best or fade like the rest. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Obviously, today we have been... Talking a lot about football. In fact, we've hardly talked about anything else for the hour and a half that we've been with you so far. But, of course, it's it's crossover season, or at least it will officially be crossover season on Monday uh, when Arkansas State basketball tips off the season. And wanted to make sure everybody was, was ready for that. And over the past couple of days, we've been able to take part in Zooms with both Coach Destiny Rogers and Coach Brian Hodson and want to share with you all what they had to say about their teams and their upcoming season openers. Uh, just just want to make sure in case money is too hectic. 
want to make sure we get that into the conversation today. We're going to start with some A-State women's hoops. Again, the Red Wolves open the season at South Dakota State. And it's going to be 6 o'clock tip-off here on the ticket, 530 is your pregame time. That's on the Summit League, League Network, so I'm not sure about the access there in terms of being able to watch it. But this is a, this is a great test. Look, I, I know that South Dakota State might not be a big brand name in terms of, of well, I don't know how many of you, if we quizzed you right now, would, would know that this team is the Jackrabbits or not. But this has been a very successful program over the past few years. I mean, the bona fides are absolutely there. They were the preseason pick to win the Summit League. And they've just been good for a really long time uh, at this point. I mean, a really long time. Last year, they made their 11th trip to the NCAA tournament in 15 seasons and earned the automatic bid to the big dance by winning uh, their league tournament. Uh, They also went an insane 18-0 in conference play last year in the Summit League. So again, this they return a ton of talent. They do have a couple of significant injuries starting out the season, but they return a lot. And they're starting out the year as the number one team in the mid-major poll from College Insider. So again, South Dakota State, maybe not the brand name jumps out at you, but but please know that this is a great test for A-State women's hoops right out of the gate. So let's hear just a couple of comments here from head coach Destiny Rogers. And one of the first things that she talks about is uh, scrimmages. Of course, Teams have secret scrimmages, so couldn't necessarily talk about stats or even opponent or final scores or things like that, but she does share her takeaways from those scrimmages the teams were able to have. We won the rebounding war. Um, We were doing a much better job of protecting the paint. That was a true weakness of ours last year. We didn't do a good job protecting the paint because we didn't have the size. Now we have the size. Uh, We switched up how we defend uh, and our man principles uh, to match the roster that we have. So, you know, I'm really pleased with with the way that our defense has looked in in the scrimmages and and was pleased to see, you know, some some newcomers step up and and give us some valuable minutes and and give us some, some numbers that can help you win. With this team, of course, you know, you flash back a couple of days ago, Wednesday, Coach Rogers was kind enough to spend some time with us here on the ticket and talk about her team. And one of the things that she talked a lot about was this team's defense. But what about the offense? We know this team can score. Ask Coach Rogers about, you know, what tweaks they've made offensively. Well, we needed an inside presence. You know, we needed we needed a, a, a post player that could could – we could play some one-on-one with them in the post and, you know, be able to score it efficiently in the post. And, and that's not a cut to, to what we had last year. We just had Mel in there and she would get tired. And now we have four that we can rotate in and out if need be. Um, but we we truly have a, pros, a post presence now that we can run things for them and kind of play inside out. Last year, people were able to, to really, you know, watch our guards and, and kind of play off our bigs a little bit. Now I think they're going to have to, they're going to have to sometimes maybe double the post and it'll open it up for our guard. So we definitely have an inside presence. So being able to play inside out, I think will really help our offense a lot. More here from Coach Rogers. She was asked, of course, about her newcomers. There's several, but who has stood out so far, Coach? You know, it's a couple of them that stand out for me, and that's a, that's a good thing. Um, you know, Winter obviously she brings that that competitive spirit every single day. She she's kind of that that person that it will do things that don't show up on the stat line. Like she she'll dive on the floor for a loose ball. She'll sacrifice her body for a team. Like she's she's just that that person that you need on the floor that knows how to win games. 
you know, and then we have our freshman, uh, Chrislyn Rose, who does a really good job pushing the tempo for us. She makes great decisions. She doesn't look like a freshman all the time. And, and freshmen are going to be freshmen. You know, they're going to make their mistakes. But for the most part, she doesn't play like a freshman. So I'm super excited about her. You know, and then we got Kendra Baylor transfer. You know, she had a really big scrimmage, our last scrimmage. Um, and, and she really showed up. It showed me some things that I've kind of been waiting on. Uh, so for her, it's just about being consistent. Um, but but those three definitely stick out the most for us. And I think that those three could be really big for us. Last comment here from Coach Rogers. Of course, uh, that was her talking about newcomers. But we know there's so many quality returners on this squad. And, and one of the players that A-State will be leaning heavily on this year that is a returner is, of course, Maylin Wilkerson. And Coach Rogers is just really excited about the year that she's going to have after a big step in the offseason. You know, she's been shooting the ball at a high rate, um, a lot more confident this year. Uh, she's doing a great job of, of pushing the tempo. She understands our pace now. She understands where we want to get the ball. And uh, she's she's just she got a different swag about her. And uh, it's been really fun to see. I kind of messed with her the other day. And, you know, I was like, where has this confidence been? You know, we, we've been waiting on it. She was like, I just kind of had to go through it. And she learned a lot last year, obviously. Um, and, uh, you know, she's really been a, a big-time leader for us, you know, at that PG spot. You know, I really expect her to to have a really good year for us, you know, in terms of being that leader on the floor, being able to push the tempo. But also, she's been doing a really good job of knocking down shots. So you'll see sometimes we'll move her to the two to give Izzy a break and let Kristen run the one, let her run the two because she's shooting it really well right now. Again, that was A-State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers. Her team tipping off the season at 6 p.m. at South Dakota State Monday night here on The Ticket. Looking at what is coming up in men's action, of course, they're going to tip off the season at Wisconsin. It'll be an hour later Monday night, 7 o'clock. It'll be on 107.9 K-Fine and a great test also for the men right out of the gate. And Wisconsin is going to return just a, a boatload of production. And they're going to be a fascinating matchup, just two incredibly contrasting styles between uh, Wisconsin and, and a state, but uh, Coach Hudson was first asked what he took from his scrimmages. We know, of course, a state put up a boatload of points, had a ton of possessions. They shot it really, really well. But is there anything that came from those scrimmages that maybe kind of showed what a state needs to work on? Yeah, individual defense. Um, you know, I it's great. We scored one hundred and four or one hundred and twelve against Central Arkansas. I think we gave up what seventy seven. It's too many. Um, you know, we, uh, we've, you know, we let them shoot 50% from three, although we eliminated, you know, our goal was to eliminate attempts. I think we did that. They only shot 14, which is great. That's a high, high, high volume three point shooting team. So I think we did a good job there, but, um, you know, we, uh, we need to do, we need to guard our yard better. We call it, you know, keep, keep our man in front of us and win our matchup. And I think we get beat off the dribble a little bit too much. And, uh, so definitely individual defense offensively recognizing you know floor spacing and our flow offense um more you know more often i found myself calling too many sets you know that's something that should be done on the floor by our guys uh the way that we play so um but but all in all pleased offensively we've got some work to do defensively with this team there's been a couple of guys that we we still haven't seen yet and he went over some of of the roster notes today terrence ford is is getting closer to returning uh, unfortunately, did find out today that Malcolm Farrington is not going to play this season at all. While he did not say 100% what Farrington's injury is, if you if you watched this game of the preseason, you saw Farrington in the boot 
And he also made comments about Aaron Rodgers and his surgery. So that leads me to believe that it's an Achilles uh, that Farrington is is trying to recover from some kind of injury there. And, and there's no quick way to fast forward through an Achilles injury. Uh, so, again, no Malcolm Farrington this year. Terrence Ford, hopefully close. Another player that uh, it certainly would be good to, to see back in this roster, see with this roster for the first time, period, is, is LaQuil Hardnett. And with Hardnett, uh, the Buffalo transfer, that's that's a guy that brings you some size, six foot eight, and dealing with some really large post players from Wisconsin. Hopefully this is a guy that can return Monday night. Uh, but Coach Hodson says that's still a little bit TBD. It's hard to say. Um, uh, you know, he probably could have played a couple minutes the other day, but um, we didn't feel the need to to do that. You know, um, we'll, we'll practice today. We'll practice tomorrow. We'll practice Sunday. Um, see how he responds. See how his body responds to these next three days in practice, and then take it from there. He's a vet, you know, so he's he's a he knows his body. He know he's a he's a competitor. He wants to play forty minutes on Monday, but he'll wake up and uh, on you know Monday and be able. To, he'll, he's I trust him enough to tell me, hey, coach, I, I think I can give you, you know, 15 to 20 tonight or, or whatever the case may be. So I'm going to kind of go take his lead on that. But uh, hopefully we do have him out there. But it's it's really a day, day-to-day day deal right now. Looking at Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin could not find a Big Ten preseason poll. Don't understand that. There was an unofficial media poll where I think Wisconsin was picked uh, fourth or fifth uh, preseason of the Big Ten. They're not in the top 25. We'll hear Coach Hodson talk about that in a moment, but they, they return a lot. Uh, they they play at a glacial pace, so you'll have a battle of styles for game one. And Coach Hodson talks about uh, the Badgers and, and the opposition coming up Monday night. Yeah, I, it's uh, honestly a shame that they're not in the top 25. I hope I hope that we can keep them out of there for another week or so, but they won't. it won't be long before they're in there. Um you know, they're probably one of the most underrated teams in college basketball right now. They return 92% of their scoring from a team that went to the, I think it was the NIT Final Four, NIT Championship last year. So 92% of your scoring back, that's in college basketball, that's huge. Um, so this is going to be one of our, our, our toughest opponents all season. Um, great coach, contrasting style of plays, which always makes things interesting. You know, they're in that bottom 10% of, you know, pace, offensive tempo. We want to be in the top 10%. Again, no right or wrong answer. Coach Guards won a lot of basketball games. Um, you know, their their shot charts can a lot, look a lot different than ours. Um, we've got to find a way to guard the post. They're huge. Um, they've got two really good post players, and, and you know, their, their threes and fours both got size on us. So, um, you know, biggest thing is we're going to have to, again, I said we've got to get better defensively. We definitely have to going into this one because they're going to, they're going to make us guard the shot clock for, you know, 25, 30 seconds. And and, uh, and then they don't give up transition baskets. You know, they they get back. So as much as we're a transition team, we've got to learn how to run offense in the half court because they don't – they're one of the best teams in the country at not giving up transition. They'd rather not get offensive rebounds uh, than give up, a, a, you know, any sort of transition at all, which may, I get it. Um, so they're going to get back and, and, and you know, really – uh, guard the paint. So we've got to got get got to get ready to uh, score in the half court and, and defend in the half court. Last clip here from Brian Hodson. Uh, of course, this is going to be a, a really good gauge out of the gate to see what this A State team is going to be like this season. He talks about how important this is to have such an early litmus test. 
Yeah, it's huge. I mean, that's, I mean, we, our schedule was done. I mean, we were, we were done. And then we got the call from Wisconsin and had to move some things around and we, we wanted the game, you know, as a, uh, as a test. I mean, what, I mean, I just don't, you know, we got to go play Bowling Green next weekend. And I just don't know how much better we get by playing a 91 at home for y'all on, on Monday night. And it's great. We get another, you know, 2,500 people here and, they watch us, you know, play against a 91, but I don't know that that prepares us to go play at Bowling Green. I, I, I coached in the MAC. I've played at Bowling Green. It's it's going to be a war up there. Uh, it's going to be a battle next Monday. Um, I mean, that he's Todd Simon's a great coach, and um, he he's he's trying to do what I'm trying to do here, and he's he's done it already at Southern Utah. So, you know, we've got to prepare ourselves uh, on Monday. Obviously, we're preparing to win that game. You know, we don't go into any game uh, that we don't. We're not preparing and attempting to win the game. But that also helps us prepare for the next game, which is Bowling Green. And so that's why we schedule the way that we do. Um, you know, I hope we go in there and we beat Wisconsin. That's obviously the plan. That's the goal. We're putting together uh, a, a scouting report and a game plan to do so. Uh, but, you know, regardless of the outcome, we we have to be a better basketball team when we leave there so we have a chance to beat Bowling Green next weekend. And so really excited for the opportunity and thankful uh, that Wisconsin was willing to play us because everybody wasn't. Um, that tells you how they're pretty confident in their team. Um, we had a lot of teams say, absolutely not, we're not playing you. And they they uh, they were they were ready and willing and more than willing. I think we broke a record as far as um, as far as a, a guarantee. So um, they're pretty confident in their team and understanding, understandably so, 92% of their scoring back. Uh, and then a couple impact transfers and impact freshmen. So we've definitely got our work cut out for us on Monday. Yeah, $135,000 is what uh, is the check that A-State is getting for that game. And I know a lot of times when we talk about buy games, we're, we're thinking in football numbers and talking in the million, but one thirty-five k is a lot a lot i looked when this game was announced and at the time could not find a higher buy game in college basketball this year uh, but i'll see if i can dig around for before monday and, and see if uh if if that has changed if, if there's actually a, a bigger buy game anywhere but again not not aware of one right now uh, again that was a state men's basketball coach brian hodson the men tipping off the season 7 p.m monday night at wisconsin of course on monday we'll talk more hoops with you but uh, we need to come back and we'll take a break, come back and, and wrap up today's talk about football hoops. Who knows what else we'll throw at you in the final couple minutes here on the Workday Red Zone, but keep it with us on the ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Local Tire and Wheel has Veterans Day deals all this month. And in honor of our veterans, everyone who buys new tires or new wheels in November is getting the local Tire and Wheel military discount. That means everyone gets 25% off in stock tires and in-stock wheels all this month at local tire and wheel it's our way of saying thank you to those who have served get four brand new tires today with nine months same as cash payments to fit your budget no credit check and everyone approved i mean why spend all that cash today when we'll give you nine months to pay plus all local tire and wheel deals include roadside assistance and our road hazard protection program and we offer fifty dollars in referral cash back plus this month everyone gets our military discount which is 25 percent off in-stock tires and 
and in-stock wheels. Plus nine months, same as cash. Payments to fit every budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireAndWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel, Jonesboro, Arkansas. Our family has been in the car business for almost 70 years. In that time, a lot of things have changed. One thing that has stayed the same is our commitment to customer service. At Glen Sains, our inventory is growing every day. Between all of our four stores, we'll have 400 units in stock at any given time. Whether you're looking to buy GMC, Chevrolet, Buick, or Ford, we look forward to serving you and your family for years to come. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name The Pros Trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the H. State Red Wolves. Mr. T's knows football season tailgates start way before kickoff. So stock up on everything you need with the coldest beer at the absolute lowest prices. And no matter which direction you're coming from, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. Either cross the Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River at Riverside or head to Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. Mr. T's, open 365 days a year. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. This is Coach Butch Jones, and we need you to help our A-State athletic programs by donating to the Impact Club. This is an organization that is making a real difference in the lives of our student-athletes. Make a monthly commitment and get access to team newsletters, special gear, and exclusive access that you will not find anywhere else. Find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled I-M-P-A-C-K-T club.com. Your support is greatly appreciated and is helping our programs right now. Wolves up. Score big with the fastest internet in town from Right Fiber. Our new 5 gig internet is a game changer. Stream, play, and work online with no penalty flags for buffering, lagging, or slow connection. Right Fiber is your internet MVP, keeping all your devices connected all the time. 5G, 5G, 5G. Get championship level connection for your home with 5 gig internet. Because when it comes to online speed at Right Fiber, we play to win. Help us celebrate Ag Day 2023 as the A-State Red Wolves host the Raging Cajuns at 2 o'clock on Saturday, November 4th. While supplies last, you can purchase a special theme ticket that comes with a Centennial Bank Stadium replica. Download the official A-State Athletics app for more information. Pack the vault and make some noise for this important Sunbelt clash. Go to astateredwolves.com slash tickets or call 870-972-3882 and we'll see and hear you at 2 o'clock on November 4th with your Wolves up for A-State football. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Home stretch. Here on the Workday Red Zone, Karen Ryan with you for just a couple, four more minutes. So time to take the final look at today's KavanaughCars.com question. It is our standard game day eve question and we want to know what you think is going to happen tomorrow between a state and louisiana uh 52.5 percent of you are taking 
the Red Wolves to win. On the flip side, though, 37.7% of you are taking the Cajuns to win and also cover is they're favored by seven and a half. In terms of uh, today's question. The final option we, we threw at you, you could vote that the, the Cajuns would win, but not cover 9.8% of you. So clearly, Red Wolves winning, that's the leader in the clubhouse. That is your bold prediction. And if it pans out, hey, I am certainly just fine with that. <laughs> Uh, our question is always brought to you by our great friends at CavanaughCars.com, a one-stop shop for vehicle buying, vehicle selling, vehicle servicing needs right there at CavanaughCars.com. Of course, uh, the, the main asset there, that website, they've got their full inventory online. So whether you're searching for a new vehicle or one that is new to you, whether you're searching for a vehicle on the Kavanaugh Kia or the Kavanaugh Hyundai or the Kavanaugh Ford lot, it is all right there. Once you get that perfect ride selected, uh, go ahead and use the site to get pre-approved for your financing. Find out what your trade-in is worth. Calculate your payments. Again, truly one-stop shopping at KavanaughCars.com. It's going to be Christmas shopping time soon. It probably is for those of you that are not wild procrastinators like yours truly. I cannot believe it is already that time of year. Uh, speaking of that time of year, of course, NBA action already going on fingers crossed the Grizzlies can get in the win column this weekend uh we will we will not have Grizzlies action for you tonight as they start a two-game uh set at, at Portland uh quirk of the schedule there but no no NBA hoops for you tonight of course because we're going to have the final week of the regular season of high school football as well as our Friday Night Lights scoreboard show following that. But uh, coming back Sunday, you know, the Grizzlies will play that second of two games in Portland. We're going to have that one for you here. And, and hopefully, hopefully on Monday, we'll be able to come back and talk at least uh, about one Grizzlies winner. I certainly hope that's the case. Just kind of everything going wrong right now for the Grizzlies. You knew it wasn't necessarily going to be easy. But didn't think it was going to be this bad. I mean, they're the NBA's lone team. You flash back to that game against Utah. They gave up 79 points in the first half. Yikes. Yikes, shikes. So we'll just put it out there in the universe. This weekend will be better. And hopefully when we come back on Monday, we will just have wins out the wazoo to talk about. That would certainly be ideal. Of course, when we do come back on, on Monday, good or bad, we'll recap all the action from the weekend probably starting with Arkansas State football in Louisiana. Uh, we'll make sure and get you ready for the beginning of the A-State hoop season. Again, with both the men and women in action on Monday. Uh, cannot wait for that. But uh, who knows? Who knows what else we'll dive into on a Monday. We really appreciate everybody who spent the week with us here on the Workday Red Zone. Uh, those of you who have called, commented, texted, tweeted, all of that, you always help our week pass by. Uh, so much more quickly, so much easier. Cannot be more thankful for you all. But uh, that's a wrap on today. Keep it here. The Dan Patrick Show is on the way next, followed by The Drive at 3 o'clock. Have it back here Monday morning for the front row with Bud and Randy at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. And we'll return for more of the Workday Red Zone Monday at noon. So for Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great weekend. I'm